And Tyler's gone. Uh, and that's going to be really the the main subject of the events this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough. Six people in the house. There's not a lot that's going on as far as gameplay goes. Um, but let's start with initial reactions because I know both of us are pretty big fans of Tyler. Uh, I know you consider him to be, you've said it on this podcast, like one of the greatest players ever. You know, I think at one point, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure you said that he probably could be on Mount Rushmore even now for Big Brother, even without this win. Um, in or the at least discussion. a contender. Yes. Yeah, in the discussion. For me, there's only two firm people on the Mount Rushmore and and there's some people who have a better argument than Tyler. They really do, but I think he deserves to be mentioned if we're going to yeah. talk about that. Mhm. So what are your initial reactions then? I mean, you said bummed out, but <laughs> let's talk about Tyler as a player this season. Do you think there was anything more he could have done? Well, that's a big question, so we won't even get there yet, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you feel about Tyler the player seeing him out tonight? Um, it, like I said, it's a bummer. I don't think it affects him, like, who he is as a player, because I think it was, or, like, how good of a player he is, because I think he made it very clear this season that, like, there were times he didn't want to be there, or he wasn't motivated, or he wasn't in love with Big Brother like he was the first time he played. And those things affect you, and I think he still tried to play through that, he still tried to have conversations, but at the same time, he also tried to make corrections to what he thought his mistake was last year which was making too many deals, which it probably was his mistake, honestly. Um, So he was trying to make corrections, but also, like, felt bad about the gameplay, which is understandable if you're just lying to people constantly. Like, some people just can't handle that. So uh, I I enjoyed seeing him back. I enjoyed seeing him play. He's he's a fun player to watch, but uh, truthfully, I don't know if he deserved to win this game based on the game he's played so far. He's survived, but he hasn't been in control very much so yeah it is what it is yeah i i would agree with that uh i think i would have need to see a pretty big move or two from him mm-hmm. in these next couple of weeks in order and for he me tried to feel to and he no, tried you're to right he did he Enzo did bailed which yes. i don't blame Enzo, but yeah <laughs> um but no i i think you're absolutely right there with the final two deals situation uh which seemed to be his mistake in season 20 but even tonight in the goodbye messages it seemed like he was surprised because everyone was playing the game that it looked like he wished he could have played or that Mm -hmm. he's like that's my move like that's you know i was trying not to do that and i do think that's a bummer mad at me for this (laughs) right and so i think there was this disconnect of him being like look it's all stars like the the bitter jury I once had is probably going to not be as strong this time around. Um, and mm-hmm. so I do think it's a shame he didn't realize that. Because, uh, um, and we'll, we'll get, uh, we, we can just get into it a little bit now, uh, just his performance this whole season of where I think he might have made some mistakes. Because I remember specifically, we talked about it, um, but when he won his first HOH and he got, did he get Janelle or Kaser out? Janelle. Jan- Janelle, yep. yeah. And then Enzo the next we got Kaser out, I believe. Or was that the other way around? No. Janelle went out first. first. Yep. Uh, and there was footage of him on the live feeds in his HOH room talking to the cameras, just being like, what am I doing? Like, why am I getting Janelle out? Like, she's such a big shield for me. Like, I should be working with mm-hmm. her. I'm playing an atrocious game. 
And it seemed like the whole season he kept on making these mistakes, like getting caught up with David and then having David spill his game to everyone. Um, the mm-hmm. whole Bailey Davon situation, the having this really public feud with Danny um, that he technically won, but then wound up being, I think, the nail in his coffin. And so, like, it is a bummer because I think he realized early on that he didn't have much of a chance in this game. He was. It just felt like he was battling his reputation and not even, like, his actual reputation, but what he thought other people would be worried about. So he came into the season like, people are going to think that I'm going to be making a bunch of Final Twos, so I'm not going to do that because I don't want them to, like, uh, just assume that I'm doing this. Like, I don't want to get caught early. People assume that I'm going to be doing these different things, so I'm going to try not to do that. And and it wasn't yeah. even necessarily true most of the time. So it was just, it was a bummer to see. Um, he was a huge target the whole time and didn't make the connections as tightly as he probably should have, except for Christmas. But, like, he also went into the house, and, yeah, we've talked about preseason alliances, and preseason alliances are annoying. We know that. But he went into the house expecting to have Casey, Josh, and Christmas as a four. Yep. So he went into the house, and already that's why him and Christmas were, were so close, but he didn't have any preseason anything with anybody else like some of the other people did. And maybe it's unfair that he even had Christmas. I, I, that's a different discussion. But well, I think when you compare it to someone like Cody, who seems to you know be really tight with Memphis and Nicole, and again, there's like no like official documents like these were the preseasons aligned. But like, I mean, clearly he's protecting those people over Tyler. So if Tyler had that same amount of people in there automatically batting for him, he, it might have been a different outcome. Yeah, absolutely, it would have been. And I think having just Casey there, someone that he had the last time, would have been so beneficial for him. Yeah. Yep, I think he he needed someone that he could relate to on a personal level as well. I think, and Casey would have been that for him. Someone mm-hmm. to, I think, like, I don't know, encourage him in a sense? Because I think, like, he is someone who definitely needs affirmation in some sense. Like, I, I mm-hmm. remember when he was very surprised that he won AFP on mm-hmm. his first season. And he's like, I thought America... And it was he just broke down in tears because he was, like, so pleased that people, like, liked it. And so I think, like, yes, if Casey was in there encouraging, like, hey, Tyler, make these moves. You're doing great. Like, that might have been enough push to get him through this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I wonder... I'm really... Like, there's a part of me that wishes that Angela had been in there instead of, like, Keisha or something. I, I really do. Because I think that would have been a lot more interesting. And it, we would have gotten to see him play. Even though they're an obvious duo, like, actually seeing Tyler play would have been a lot more interesting to me, even if he went out earlier. Sure. But... Yeah. I, I think that's my biggest regret with him this season is... I... Ever since we first saw him, he was always the first person in conversation of, like, who do I want to see play again? And Mm -hmm. I feel like his second time around was just not nearly what it should be, but because he was scared to let it all out. Like, Mm -hmm. I wanted to see him play the hardest game he could have played. Mm -hmm. And it it is a little disappointing to see that he played the way he did, uh, which was very safe. Um... And ultimately, not to his benefit. Mm-hmm. But we still saw flashes of how good of a player he can be, I think. 
So that's why I don't think that it affects his legacy as a player. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And obviously getting first or second would have boosted his legacy because that's a whole other level. But, like, the same as, I don't know, who's another player that came back and was just a dud that was really good? Uh, It doesn't matter. Uh, Evil Dick. He came in first to last. (laughs) Am I wrong? You're the worst. worst. Um, Like Janelle going out early this year. Like, it doesn't affect her legacy. It just doesn't because she's an established player. And I think Tyler's game was so strong that he's an established player too. But also it shows the power of having that secure alliance that you can ride with to the end. And Tyler never really had that because the entire game, his 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 alliance was like, oh, we got to get Tyler out. He's a beast. We can't handle him. Which he would have had to go on a Mike Holloway run to really make it to the end. That's just how it is. Yeah, I agree. I, just, I, I also just don't think he had the same connected relationships like other people did and i guess that mm-hmm. is the same thing as like these final twos that we're talking about because he it seemed like he had a final two with christmas and that was it um whereas like cody is very connected to memphis nicole and enzo you know even mm-hmm. even christmas has had conversations with other people and tyler's just kind of like okay i got the committee um it seems like he was felt good about cody but they didn't have mm-hmm. anything like solidified and then it was like christmas and so it would have been a struggle and i think people kind of and like what like i said earlier the nail in the coffin was i think the votes to try to flip to get nicole out um during the triple eviction but i don't even think that was the reason like i think that was like an uh, like we've talked like i think that was an excuse for them to kind of go after tyler and christmas but i think like that was always gonna happen once it got Mm -hmm. to this point absolutely like that's just how the alliance fell that happens all the time people just come up with excuses like oh that's a stupid reason Obviously, that's not the real reason. Like, they just want to put them up because they're threats. That's just how it is. Yeah. I feel like I've said that phrase a lot. That's just how it is, or it is what it is. I feel like I've said that, like, six times. That's what I do when I'm sad. Anyways. You just repeat yourself over and over again? Yeah. W- was there ever a point that you thought that Tyler would stay? Uh, this week? Yeah. Um, at first, yes. I think it was mostly the way that Christmas was being framed in the edit, but also, I think, on last week's episode. Because it did feel like Christmas was the, at least getting credit for being the mastermind from Mm -hmm. the possible vote flip to get Nicole out and all these other things. I mean, like, her and Danny are not on good terms. Um, And we Mm -hmm. even saw a little bit of that in the jury house night. Um, And so I, I did think it was potential. But I think as it went on, I can't tell if, like, it was just Tyler's mistakes because we saw a couple different conversations with Memphis and Enzo that he had this week that, like, did not work because they just relayed literally every information to Cody. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then, yeah. So I think, like, as soon as I started watching the episodes, I was like, oh, no, it's Tyler. It's Tyler. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really, I, I mean, in our group chat, I was texting. I was like, no, I really think it's Christmas. And... I, it must have been that the conversation that he had with Enzo that really flipped it. Because Cody really could have just chose who he wanted to go home. Which is still really annoying that the HOH has, like gets to pick who goes yep. home. Like, that yep. doesn't make sense. <clears throat> I don't I understand not wanting to rock the boat. I really do. Because, like, that's just the... It's the path of least resistance. And you can get far doing it that way. But it's just... It's boring. Like, 
yeah, we don't need to get into that again. But after that, I texted you at the beginning of tonight's episode, and I was like, and I think I was also just like preparing myself, so I wasn't like still holding out hope once we got there. And as soon as who was first, Enzo was like, I vote out Tyler. Like even his face, I was like, he's sad. He doesn't want to do this. It's gonna be Tyler. Yeah. Oh well. Goodbye, Tyler. Uh, his mom is very proud of him. In case you wanted to update on her Facebook. Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, I don't know how much earlier on in the week do we want to get. Um, I, f- I feel like we could probably just hit some main key points. But like I said, I think a lot of the conversation tonight's going to revolve around Tyler and Christmas, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah. Was there anything from the triple eviction that they showed more of on uh, Monday that you wanted to talk about? Anything interesting stand out to you? I, I yeah that, no that's a, that's a good that's a good place to start because um, it did feel like Sunday Sunday was like a not Sunday I'm sorry Monday can we talk about that what's going on with Monday episodes now that's, yeah I don't know I'm just I'm so confused I thought it was especially like, weird because there ended up being a football game Monday night on CBS right and so like they moved it to Monday and then had to delay the episode anyways yeah. And it wouldn't have, like, it wouldn't have impacted Sunday, I don't think. Was there something else on Sunday that I am forgetting? I don't know, but now it's just, like, permanently on Monday for the rest of the season, so. Oh. Like, this week it's on Monday again. Huh. Yeah, it's it's weird, but it's just, it's going to throw me off for a while, so I apologize, but I'm going to probably keep calling it Sunday episodes until I, because that's what I've been doing for years now. I'll yell at you every time, don't worry. Thanks. Uh, But yes, on Monday's episode... Um, remember when we used to say Memphis? I forgot about that. For like two episodes. Fun. Yeah. Like one and then and it was just kind of like, this isn't, this isn't worth the bit. <laughs> it's not that funny. <laughs> okay, for real this time, Monday's episode. I think uh, the fascinating thing about the Triple Eviction was Enzo's part in it all. Because I think what we saw watching it live was very much, uh, oh, they're going to get Nicole out. Enzo's going to like... It might come down to Enzo and all this, but I think the behind the scenes of like Tyler and Christmas, you know, plotting it out and being like, okay, you have to talk to Enzo. Okay, I'm going to do it. And then they do it. And he's like, yeah, sure. Okay. You know, and, and so I think Enzo got a lot of credit this week in general, but I didn't, I didn't fully understand how much thought went into this when they flipped to get Nicole out. Now, I didn't think it was random. Like, we're going to... I But I thought it was more of a, like, conversation. Like, hey, now's our chance. Let's go. Um, but it really... Like, they, like, sprung it on Enzo out of nowhere. And so, mm-hmm. when I was rewatching it, to me, it made even more sense why he didn't go with it. Because I'm yeah. like, this pitch is terrible. Like, you're telling this him... Like, him this now? Like, they mm-hmm. should have had conversations with him days in advance in case something like this happened. Didn't Tyler say that he had been talking to Enzo about Nicole for a while? Nicole and Cody? For like a week or two? So maybe he was like gently like hinting at it and then just sprung it all on him now. Which I I still agree with you that like it's a bit much. But I'm pretty sure Tyler, I think in his exit interview with Julie, I think he said that. Okay. Well, It doesn't make it that much better, but a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that was my biggest takeaway. Um, Yeah. Did you have any takeaways from the eviction? 
No, recap. that was the big thing. I thought I really enjoyed like the conversations that were happening during voting. Like that's the first time I think I remember that ever seeing that. Um, and also the conversations in the hallway. Usually it's like oh, like everybody. But I love I love double evictions, but triple evictions are even more interesting because you're even more on your toes. Like you they they were somewhat prepared for it because CBS stinks, but they were. Like, it was still super fun to see everybody, like, oh, what did you do? What did you do? Every single time they walk through to make sure that they're going the right direction. I will say I did love Memphis when he won HOH. And they're like, uh, you want to have conversations? He's like, nope. Nope. Yep. He's like, why would time. I have conversations? We've all been thinking, like, <laughs> what are you going to And I I love that. And He's been doing that all season. And, like. Yes. He's and that's why they asked, out, I, asked I think. He's just calling out the, like, charade of, like, politeness. Like, why are we going to have a conversation? I already know what I'm going to do. I already know that nothing you can say is going to – and that's true. Mm -hmm. Like, when an HOH has a target, having a conversation and being like, hey, if you keep me safe, I'll protect you. But, like, none of that ever works. So I think Mm -hmm. I really respected that where he's just like, nope, (laughs) nope. (laughs) Yeah. It it was so good. And that – I feel like that shows, too – like, everybody was going to vote out... Like, people vote... Or they said they voted out David because Memphis wanted them to. They probably just voted out David because it was the easiest thing. But, like... Where am I going with this? I have no idea. Neither do I. I my seat, though. Okay. I got nothing. That's I had fine. something, but I got <laughs> nothing. This is embarrassing. Anyway, so, another thing. It really annoys me how much Nicole says in this game. I really like this person in this game, or, like... In this game, I, I can't stand them. Or in this game, I will never trust them again. In this, like, she has to qualify everything she says with in this game, and it's so annoying. Huh. I don't think I've picked up on that. This entire week, everything Nicole has said has just made me want to punch my TV. <laughs> and it's probably just because I love Tyler. But she's, like, so bitter, but then so nice in her goodbye messages. And... I think I'm finally coming around on the Nicole hate train more than I ever have before. Well, okay, let, let's talk a little bit about Nicole then, because I, I mean, I still don't like her. Um, probably personally as well as a player. I don't know. That sounds mean, but like if I'm, <laughs> but it, I saw this, like, mm, I feel like the internet's coming around on her this week. Oh, no. Based off of a couple DRs where it seemed that she started to own up to her being a villain. Where, because I think like a lot of people, and again, I know I'm talking on behalf of a lot of people just based off of some tweets and Reddit posts, so this is like nothing. But like, it seemed like a major issue that people have with her is that She's like this villainous snake person, you know, that stabs you in the back, but then just like, what? I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, no. And this week, she actually started to own some of it. And there was definitely a shift where people were like, yes, this is the Nicole we want to see. And it sounded like you didn't feel like that at all, did you? (laughs) No, I just got more annoyed with her. Because I think it's probably because she has put forward this, like, innocent picture of who she is up until this point that now that she's starting to be like oh i hate them like i'm really glad they're going up it just feels 
it feels so rude maybe compared to how she's always been and maybe it's just more of who she is and maybe i'll get used to it but yeah i don't know it just it just felt so and yeah it just felt so different that it was like whoa what let's calm down nicole they voted for you it happens it's big brother i promise like i feel like she'll be the most bitter jury member if, if she goes to jury like I, I'm one. I I didn't feel like this jury was very bitter at all, but we can get to that later. But I feel like she's gonna be so bitter if like Cody votes her out or chooses someone else to go to final three, and I'm just not looking forward to hearing that. Yeah, and I don't think the jury's gonna care at all. Mm-mm. I think she gets there and be like, Cody lied to me. He betrayed me. And they're like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think we're all here? <laughs> Screw you. Yeah, um, and also this week, like, it was, I think a part of it was, she was like, I'm glad they're going up, all this stuff, and, like, so confident, but she didn't do anything. I think that was right. another piece of it for me. It's yeah. like, she's so confident, and so, like, screw you guys, and you guys stink, but, like, you're not, you didn't do it. You didn't put them up. You didn't, are you giving me a double high five? Sorry, touchdown. Keep going. Oh, touchdown? Bears? Yeah. Good. I probably wasn't supposed to draw attention to it. That's on me. But yeah, it just... <laughs> I think... Because now I'm like, okay, it, I don't know. It, I think it would be better if she had won a couple competitions. If she won this week and put Tyler and Christmas up herself, it would have been like, oh, cool. She's acting like she was a part of it, but Cody was always going to make that decision. Like, yeah. that's just what it was. I don't think Cody... I think Cody has been influenced somewhat by, like, maybe Enzo... But for the most part, I feel like Tyler or Cody has made all of the decisions this season. That's what it's felt like to me. Yeah, so I, it, I, especially would, I would agree with that. Yep. This week, if she was like, hey, I know Tyler tried to flip the vote on you, but vote for Christmas, she would be like, okay, I'll vote for Christmas. And it's like, well, fight. She was, it even showed her saying, like, I don't care what we do, what we do or who we vote out. So, yeah, yeah. It, it just feels like she hasn't done enough to be that, like, yeah, screw you both. You both are going to go home. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, not worth it for me. I ain't Fair about enough. it. That, yeah, that's fine. You don't have to be about it, okay? It's okay. I ain't about it. I have we a couple notes about her. No, I don't. Do you, you want to keep going or no? You <laughs> No, nope, I've been rambling for too long. Let's keep it moving. Uh, what do you want to talk about next? Yeah. Did you see did Cody falling during the veto? I kind of did yes uh, so like cody actually fell early in the veto mm-hmm. and just kept going thoughts yeah i'm i'm confused about it for sure um part okay so here's here's my thinking and for those who don't know the veto last week there's a balance beam and if you fell off you were immediately disqualified uh we saw christmas and nicole get disqualified because they fell off and we didn't see it on the live episode, but in the recap on Sunday when they're showing it back, Cody stepped off the edge and should have been disqualified. Um, my my thinking with this is one either they didn't catch it, which feels which, like it has to be that, right? That's what it feels like it has to be. Because this was, like, immediately at the start. Like, this was the first step he took on that balance beam. Was it, like, so, immediately in the competition? 
Yes, because I remember oh. like Julie was still talking. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. So don't don't quote me on that. But like, yes. So that's my thought because he kind of hesitated and kept going. But my other thought is that maybe like he was disqualified, but he just like I don't know, wanted to finish it because like Yeah. That's that's a very common thing on these shows. Like we see on Survivor a lot where it's like the loser still just needs to finish because it's like a like a pride thing or like not even a pride thing, but like proving a, it to themselves maybe or yes. Um, so or I could maybe see nobody him else noticed him, so he could like push someone into falling, like be right on their tail, and like get. But that just if they make Christmas go sit down, it doesn't seem fair that he would get to keep going just to mess with people, or just to do it for himself. I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. It probably was just too far in. Like, the actual thing that probably happened was it was probably too far in that they noticed it and then just... But then the weird thing to me is, like, why did they show it on Sunday's episode? Sorry, Monday's episode. I just literally did that again. Um, Like, they they choose the clips that go in there. Mm -hmm. And they put that in there. Like, are they just not concern that people are going to call them out for cheating or rigging because like that's something that fans often do and so like yeah. wouldn't you try to hide that like why are you like letting us see this footage wouldn't hiding it be worse though how would we have known about it i mean i haven't gone back and watched last week at last week's episode but you might oh have i seen did it in the background. i did oh you did, I did you watch can... cody's thing and you can't see it you can't see it. At I all. I can see the moment when it's about to happen, and then Tyler gets in the way of the camera, but then the camera like switches to something else. So okay. like the moment that does happen isn't shown. It's only on Monday's recap. So, so they could have just yes. not shown it. But exactly. did somebody talk about it in the house? If people that, talked about possible. it on the feeds, then it's better to just be like, yeah, he fell. And I mean, I can't. But then why would they that... show it but not explain it? Because if they talked about it in the feeds, it made us all think like, oh, it's rigged. And then we go back and watch the, the clip and say, oh, it's rigged. But then they never explain it. That doesn't help. Yeah. I I have to imagine that they never would have let him use the power of veto. They would have been like, no, you you didn't win. I Also, like, he was so far behind that it doesn't super matter to me. I was talking to Nick the other day. Coworker Nick. Everybody knows who Nick is, probably, that listens. Um, and he was talking about how... It just sucks that Cody just kept going and wasn't, like, didn't take the honorable route. Sounds, like, too high and mighty. I don't think that's what he said. But, like, it sucks. Like, you want to be that person that's like, hey, I stepped off. I'm out. You don't want to be the person who's like, oh, nobody saw it. All right, I'm still in the game. And then still yeah. potentially. Yep. So. But I Tyler, agree with that. I don't think Tyler was ever losing that competition. No. No. His balance was unbelievable. Yeah. Completely agree. Um, it was a bad time to take a drink. There was a long silence there, and I felt like I was supposed to say something. I'll be honest. I, I I clicked away from the Bears game, and when I turned it on, they're reviewing a possible fumble recovery from the Bears defense. So that was also a poor time because I'm like, segue, segue. Oh, is that a fumble? Who fumbled it? Um. Wait, what? Whose ball is it? This is not good. Oh, it's not a fumble? Are you kidding me? They're saying that it was an incomplete catch. Is there... Mm. Or wait, no, 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 no. They're saying... 
This is bad radio. Okay, forget it. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares about the Bears, Buccaneers that listens to well, this. It's, it's just one of those things that's going to be pointless by the time you're listening to this episode. Oh, if the Packers were playing right now, I would also be like live. <laughs> just updates like, oh, the Packers scored another touchdown. That's been a common thing that I've had to say this year. It's pretty good. Uh, okay, what else so Tyler, about this week? Tyler and Christmas outing each other pretty quickly. Wasn't the most surprising thing in the world. Um, but Tyler trying the his him trying to throw Cody under the bus with Enzo. I mean it wasn't the worst pitch in the world. He just didn't know how close Enzo and Cody are. I don't understand how people don't realize how close Cody and Enzo are and Cody and Nicole. I I really think it comes down to Tyler truly believing that people aren't going to double dip, as he said. Okay. And I, I really think that's what – because, like, I agree with you. It's like, how do you not see this? Cody and Enzo mm-hmm. are always together. They're like, you know, like, he's not going to touch him. So I think he's like, hey, me and Cody are tight. So that means I'm not tight with any other guy. So clearly Cody must not be either. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that's his logic. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. I would – I feel like I would be in the house and I would constantly be like, oh, maybe they're close to them, maybe they're close to them. They spend a lot of time with that person. I just saw Enzo go upstairs and sit there for three hours with just Cody. Like, But also, you have so many non-game conversations that it's hard to just assume that every conversation is like, oh, they're allies. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, it's very weird. Yeah, so I don't... I don't know. But yeah, I do like the move of, of Tyler trying it. And I, I think that's why I liked so much about this week even though it was a boring straightforward week like tyler tried he mm-hmm. campaigned he he took every angle he could he's like okay let me try throwing enzo under the bus let me try throwing memphis let me try throwing cody like he he really tried every option it felt like and the way he approached it with like differently with each person like with memphis he was like man are you gonna vote for me memphis is like i'm probably gonna vote for you and he was like <laughs> All right, I just thought I'd be straightforward. I knew there's no reason for you to lie to me at this point. Like, I loved that. And then with Enzo, he tries to convince him. Nicole, he just is like, hey, I'm re- just acts, acts super apologetic, but she's so upset with him that that wasn't going to get him anywhere. He, Cody yep. was really the one that he needed to convince, and he didn't do that. Yep. No, I completely agree. Um, with Christmas, it felt a little interesting because her campaigning – technically worked because she's still in the house but it felt like she got on people's nerves like cody wasn't a huge fan of her crying up there um enzo was like she's getting way too comfortable here Mm -hmm. and they definitely were trying to flip so which i mean again not surprising that she's still going to be on the bottom right now i think um and probably the target if she doesn't win hoh or veto um but yeah her campaigning wasn't like that successful i guess Mm -hmm. um I will say this, though. I said this in our group chat, and I'm going to – I'm just going to say this publicly for everyone to hear. I think if – first off, I'm a Christmas fan. I'm a fan of the holiday, too. It's a good time. I'm saying it right now. Season of joy. I want her to win this season. Jesus' birthday. I think if Christmas wins this season, she is – 100% 100% going to secure a spot on the Big Brother Mount Rushmore. That's my hot take. 
I don't know. You don't have to give any thoughts, but that's just what I'm. That's what I'm gonna say. We can move on if you'd like. <laughs> it's tough because I had a really long conversation with Nick and Mary at work the other day about this. About my text? No, just about about that <laughs> you guys are situation just... in general. Because last week we talked about uh, towards the end we talked about like okay whoever wins this season has to be in that conversation. Um, and what I kind of landed on, and I feel like I said a lot of contradicting things in that conversation. But what I think I landed on is, like, your placement in seasons and, like, how well you do every time you play, that that puts you in the conversation. But what differentiates the best players and the people that deserve to be on the Mount Rushmore from other players is how strong of is your actual, like, gameplay. Because sure. I, like I feel like Big Brother doesn't have as many, like, iconic, mm, I don't know. It, there's there's not really like a Boston Rob of like I'm think I'm I always think Big Brother and Survivor like those are my two examples because my Survivor Mount Rushmore is very secure so I'm always comparing those um, but Christmas winning the season or winning the season I think absolutely gets her in that conversation but another touchdown let's go that's what we like to hear uh, going to Nick Foles King of King of Chicago um, it puts her in the conversation but I I just I don't see anything in her gameplay that really makes me think that she deserves to be in that Mount Rushmore. Like I've said in, in past weeks, I think she's the best alliance member you could possibly have because she won't turn on you unless you turn on her. You just have to like have a good relationship to her. But like her social game isn't very good. Her strategic game isn't very... like I just feel like she's not a strong player all around. So that's what, that's what would make me hesitate. I... I slightly disagree. Like, I, I think she's probably a better player than you might be giving her credit for. But I'm also basing this on the fact that if she finds her way to the final two, which right now yeah. it's looking like that's impossible, she must have done something right in the next yeah. coming weeks. So I'm basing it off Unless of Memphis moves. just saves her. Okay, yeah, okay. Like, so there, I yes. think that's possible. Memphis wins this week and puts up Cody and Nicole. I think that's a very possible outcome. Okay, but, I mean, I don't know. You can't say, like... Or she wins this week, I guess. But I guess, like, if you're yeah. going to make it to the final two and have someone carry you there, you have to have a decent social game to get to that position. Mm -hmm. So if she wins this week and she puts up Cody and Nicole... Are you like, oh, she made a great game move. Like, look at her go. Or, like, those are her only options. And Cody ends up going. Like, I would need option. I would need to see her do a comp win like that to get someone out. And I would also need her to do some social move to okay. get. So, like, let's say if she doesn't win HOH this week, but yet somehow stays in the game by convincing someone else to throw a, someone else out, I would mm -hmm. be like, how did she do that? Yeah, I guess I just don't see that happening based on... So, I will concede that there's still three weeks left, two weeks left. So, like, she could impress me. I don't think she will, though. All right. Fair enough. It's just... I hate having Sandra in my Survivor Mount Rushmore enough that I don't want to have Christmas in my Big Brother Mount Rushmore. That's where I'm at. I just don't want it. No chance. That's totally fair. I understand. I do. I completely understand. So, let's go through this. I'm curious who your thoughts are. For the four people, four people? Yeah, four people that are competing for HOH, 
go one by one and tell me who that who you think they'll nominate. Okay. Is there anything else from this past week you wanted to hit before we get into some of this stuff? Um, I do want to hit Jury House at some point, but I think that could wait. Oh yeah, I forgot Jury House happened. It did. That was most of the episode, to be honest. Yeah. That was a large chunk. Like it yep. had a commercial break. It was yeah. crazy. Which it never does. Mm-hmm. It took up two segments. Um, okay. So there's four people in it. Mm-hmm. Christmas, Nicole, Memphis, Enzo. I think if Nicole wins it, it's going to be Christmas and Memphis. Yep. Cody's going to somehow convince her not to throw Enzo up there. Agreed. I think if Enzo wins it, it's going to probably be Christmas and Memphis. Mm-hmm. Agree. Maybe Nicole. There's the possibility... I'm... I think there's a chance it's Nicole Christmas. But I don't think he's going to take a shot at... I think Christmas is going to be the target. He'd have to convince Cody to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Because... Yes. Yeah. Because Memphis wants to keep Enzo, so Enzo could be like, man, this is... It'd be tough, but I think that it might go that direction. Yeah. And then I think if um, Memphis wins, it's probably going to be uh, Nicole and Christmas. I wonder if it's Nicole and Cody. You think Memphis would do that? I think he wants to keep Christmas because he can beat her more than he can beat Cody. I really think so. Okay. I would like to see that happen. Yeah. And then with Christmas winning, I think it would be Cody and Enzo. Or Nicole? I thought Cody and Nicole. Okay, yeah. Actually, I'm going to switch to that. Probably Cody and Nicole. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter what, I think it'll... The only one that'll be boring, I think, is if Nicole wins. Or Cody wins. Or Enzo. Anybody that Cody controls what their decisions are, which is Enzo and Nicole, that will be a little bit boring. Yep. Yep, yep. I agree with that. Completely. Man, it's Cody's game to lose. (laughs) Well, we're gonna get into that because later on we're gonna we're gonna rank who we think has the best uh, chance of winning. Do you want to do that now and then do Jerry House? Oh, yeah, sure. That yes, yeah, finish that out sense. everything in the house. Let's finish everything out in the house. Okay, so basically we're gonna go through and we're going to rank the five people left in the house uh, who we think has the best chance of winning. So, one, two, three, four, five. Okay? So, mm-hmm. we're going to take into account, first off, getting to the final two. I think that we have to take into account that. And then we have to take into account jury votes. So, like, yeah. I I don't think I need to explain this multiple ways. I think it makes sense. Nope. Uh, do we want to start with the, our fifth and then just go one by one by one? I think so. Okay. Would you like to start off? Yes. I think Nicole's the easy pick. For me, it boils down to what's the only way that Nicole can make it to final two. It's if she wins the final HOH, not very likely. Or if Cody wins and takes her, and if Cody wins and takes her, Cody should beat her. I I, I think everybody feels like Cody's playing a strong game. I was surprised that Danny was the mastermind in everyone's minds in the jury house, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. But I just... I just think that the only way that she gets to the final two is if Cody takes her. And if Cody takes her, Cody would beat her. So I think she has the worst chance. Okay. I'm, I'm slightly disagreeing. 
I, I think my fifth place is going to be Christmas. Uh, and maybe this is just simply based on the getting to the end. And I know I just ranted Han about Christmas. <laughs> but, like, she really is the underdog. Uh, and I think most of the scenarios outside of her winning, and again, like we said, possibly Memphis, I think she goes home. Um, mm-hmm. And even if she does get to the final two, I think she's going to have to really convince the jury like, mm-hmm. I don't know who she could beat out of these people right now. Again, 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 I think there's potential, but in this very moment, I don't see her having a winning resume over anyone. So mm-hmm. she's going to be my fifth place. All right. Fair enough. It's tough for my fourth place. But I think I'm going to have to go with Christmas. Um for a lot of the reasons that you just said uh, I can't, it's it's going to be tough for her to get to the end but she is one of the stronger competitors that's left uh, and I think Memphis is going to try to drag her to the end so I think there's two people there and does she beat I just don't think she beats Memphis though at that point so yeah I'm going to have to go Christmas for my fourth okay well Nicole uh, yeah <laughs> I was like uh, we're going to be <laughs> we're just going to switch off uh yeah maybe no no we're not but no i do think um nicole she has a lot of work cut out for her Mm -hmm. i think being the only winner it's gonna be hard to feel like we want this to be our first double winner like i think Mm -hmm. that's gonna be a big you know um I'm, i'm still so shocked that the people in the house still like have her there like, yeah. it blows my mind. It's still, like, I get it, like, socially and relationally why they kept her over David because David's a wild card. Nicole isn't going to nom Like, if you're Cody, you're like, oh, Nicole's never going to nominate me, so of course I'm going to get David out. Okay, sure. But, like, she's a two-time winner, so how can you not take that into account? Oh, sorry, she's a winner. She could be a two-time <laughs> I was going to say, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's going to be What if they do a final three? Mm. be interesting she'd be this would be the season does uh, she would she's have she's such a higher chance of winning point. she's sandra to me i don't know people sure. would take her because they're like oh she doesn't have a chance of winning again and then she's gonna win again and i'm gonna be mad yeah yeah but no i yeah and i the other thing too is she doesn't really win comps mm-hmm. and so she is gonna have to get to the final two by someone taking her there mm-hmm. that's just it so not very likely in my mind. Let's see. Ah, man. I want to make my list interesting, but I also want to be honest. It's got to be Enzo number three. Okay, um, well, let's just both talk about it then. Since yeah, is it just going to be Memphis, we, Enzo, yep, Memphis, yep, Cody? Yep, okay, All let's right. talk about Enzo. <laughs> yeah, dang it. But, like, that's just how it is, because Enzo, I mean, he might make it against, he might go to final two with Cody, he might go to final two with Memphis, but both of them have a better competition resume, but and also like the moves that they made because they can claim Cody can claim that he just got out Tyler. Like that's a big move, you know what I mean? Like Cody can claim he got out Kevin. That's not as big deal. Uh, Memphis can claim that he got out. Who all did he get out? David Bailey? No. Uh, I don't know. He was no, HOH no. three times. It doesn't matter. But yeah, he Enzo got out Kevin, just right. 
Kevin, and then I was going to go back at his other two HOHs, but I don't remember what they were. Oh. Nicole oh, okay, A was right. one of them, which actually not that big of a feather in your cap. But regardless, Enzo is going to go to final two with one of them, most likely if he goes to final two. And I think both of them have a better resume. Maybe he can play the, like, against Cody, I think. I think against both of them, he has the chance to play the, like, hey, I was friends with everybody in this house. I talked to everybody. Even if you were, like, the one that was about to be evicted, I still took time to talk to you. So maybe he can pull the social game card. But I think people will respect Memphis and Cody a lot when it comes to the jury. Yeah, and the only thing I'll add with Enzo, too, is I think the jury house we saw tonight didn't seem like the biggest fan of him, specifically because of the Nicole vote. Mm. Or, like, the non-Nicole vote. Um, And I think Tyler getting to the jury house giving some more light being like yeah look at we 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 tried to make a move and it failed and enzo is the one and i think the jury was like why didn't they vote nicole out why you know what i mean and they so, already hated it yeah yeah and so he's gonna have to really explain that vote because that was a big move and that could have been a game defining move for him and mm-hmm. I, I think like we're both on the same page like yes that was probably the smarter and safer move as far as like surviving for him long term but I do think that would have been a big resume move. I feel like he's Cody's Cody. Yeah, that's a very good point. In a lot of ways, yeah. He's going to end up winning final HOH. He's going to take Cody, and then Cody's going to beat him. Mm-hmm. It's Not be realizing all the stuff Cody was doing behind the scenes that Enzo mm-hmm. wasn't aware of. because Exactly. Enzo, th- I think Enzo thinks that he's a lot more like a Derek personality or player than mm-hmm. he actually is. Like, he thinks he's like, yeah, I know what's going on. I know all these stuff. He's, I'm like, ah, Enzo, you're, yes, you, you do. You, you know, probably just as much as like Memphis, but not as much as Cody right now. <laughs> no, that was one of the questions I wrote down. Like who, who has the most information in the house? Like the correct, most correct information. It's gotta be Cody. 100%. By a mile. The only person at this point in the house is maybe Christmas, but even, like, I don't know. Like, she doesn't distrust Cody or dislike Cody that much other than no. he's putting her up. But, like, yeah. Yeah, it's – so that's Enzo. Memphis, Yeah, I mean, he's just won a lot of comps. He has a good – he is a, he can, and he can win comps, and that's, like, a big thing towards the end here. So, just winning competitions, if he wins his way into it, I think he's going to be targeted if uh, Nicole or Enzo win, obviously, but it'll be it'll be interesting, but yeah. The people that I see him ending up with is Enzo and Christmas in the final two. I don't see him ending up with Cody in any situation, so, and maybe if it's like him, Cody, and Nicole, he's going to take Nicole and he's going to beat Nicole. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I think... Memphis, I actually, I'm, I'm starting to become a fan of Memphis. I know that's kind of controversial, especially based off a lot of things that happened this season that Twitter doesn't like. Uh, but as a player, he's made some moves, and I think mm-hmm. he's done what he's needed to do to get to the end, and I think he's got the jury's respect. I think, like, the conversation he had with Tyler this week, where it's just like, like yeah, you know, I'll tell you when I'm 100% voting you out. And he's got that level of, I'm allowed to tell you how it is, and you, you're you going to respect me for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's crucial, because he hasn't had to 
lie and deceive, and he's not going to get to the end with people bitter at him, but more so just like, well, it's Memphis, like that's just who he is, and that's yeah, he's not been a bad the same thing. the whole time. Like, if you're mm-hmm. a straight shooter the whole time, you can't get upset with him being a straight shooter and just being honest with you. Yeah. Yep. In fact, I think people seek it out, like Tyler did. Tyler was just like, hey, are you going to vote me out? He knew that he could just be honest with him, and he was going to get an honest answer. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he's got a real solid shot here. Not as solid as uh, number one, though. <laughs> yeah, we've mentioned Cody. You can go ahead and start it off. What do you What do you think about Cody? I mean, you already said it when you said it's his game to lose. I I think he's set up so perfectly. I can here's here's my one thing is it's all about how the jury is going to perceive him, which I don't think they're going to perceive him negatively. I think the the worst case scenario was Danny, but we even got a glimpse where she's not that upset about it, where she's like, you know what, I get it. Um, that was, I think, potential to be bad jury management, but it turns out it might be okay. I think this, to me, I kept thinking of Paul in season 19 where he set up the perfect game to get to the final two, but not mm-hmm. to win. And I think that's the only way that Cody won't win, because right now Cody is setting up in a way where every single person in that house, other than Christmas, but yet he has the whole house targeting Christmas now, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, everyone else is going to take him to the final two, potentially. And that's that's huge. That's huge to not have any enemies, to have everyone trust you this much. He has had his way this entire season. Like, the second he finds out who's HOH, the, like what he wants to happen pretty much happens. Mm-hmm. And granted, has there been anyone who's won HOH that, like, hasn't been working with him? Like, honest? Like, I don't think so. It's been, like, Christmas, Danny, like- Tyler, Enzo, Memphis, Cody. Like, the HOHs this season have just been, like, people he's working with. I feel like there was one early on that wasn't part of the committee, but I think that was Enzo. So, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So, we have to keep that into account because they really haven't had any resistance. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, I guess that's what you get for stacking an alliance with comp beasts. and <laughs> Yeah, and being, like... Having the wherewithal, that's a good word, to, like, align with the people who were going to win competitions, like, people who were going to know what they were doing. And to be fair, Memphis set up the committee, but, like, that's that was a big part of it for him. And then just being, friend, like, being very similar to Enzo, connected him to him, Cody to him. But, yeah, just connecting yourself to those people and being good with all the people who could win competitions, like... That's kind of all you need. I think is the weakest point of his game is he didn't talk to people who weren't a part of his alliance. So, like, he didn't really talk to Kevin until he won HOH and Kevin came to talk to him. Like, that was just... That, I think that's just who he is. I don't think he's a super outgoing person, so he's not going to be, like, bouncing around the house talking to everyone. But that's that's got to be the weakest part of his game. But other than that, like... I don't think he's ever been rude to anyone except for his little thing with Kevin. Um... Kevin's not voting for him, but is there anybody else that you can definitively say isn't going to vote for him? No. I mean, based off of what we know now, he hasn't had any other personal beef with anyone. Like, everyone is pretty neutral with him. And he has the counting numbers. He has the, like, moves. He won HOH a bunch of times, so he, like, got people out. He got Tyler out. 
He got Kevin out, which isn't as big a deal, but he also got out... Oh, Keisha, that's not as big a deal either. Anyways, <laughs> um, but he was in control of that alliance, and I think people are going to own up to that, Like, n- and maybe they think that it's the other way around, but Cody was definitely in control of everybody, it felt like, the whole season. Um, yep. He, he kind of derricked the season. I think he did, and uh, again... The hard thing about this is I don't know if it's ever going to feel authentic with a lot of fans because they're just going to point to the preseason alliances, which is tough. That that mm-hmm. is the tough part. But 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 like just historically speaking, like if we have Cody or Memphis like win this, the reputation between like these historic duos of the Hitmen and the Detonators like the Renegades. Yes, what am I saying? The Renegades and the Hitmen, right? Yep. The The Detonators was a, another alliance. That was in, yes, okay. In Sorry. 16. Hitmen yep. and Renegades. <laughs> I know where you're um, But I mean to have either one of them win this and be like, Oh yeah, Dan and Memphis, that duo that like both of them have won before. I mean it's like it the only equivalent, which it's crazy that we do have an equivalent, but it's like Chilltown, you know, where like literally mm-hmm. both of them have won the game. Um, Absolutely. Which is in- insane that we're there's a high chance we're going to see that happen. And Cody was one decision away from winning 16. Yeah. Like, yeah, he made the wrong decision, but we also consider Derek one of the best players. And then Memphis was 10 votes away from. 10 votes? No, 7 votes away from winning season 10. Yeah. Memphis wasn't even close. <laughs> Dan knew that. Dan knew that for sure. Wait, are you telling me you think that Dan Giesling's did a better Dan win that final HOH? Uh, yes. Okay. He did. Yep. Yep. Okay, because Memphis never won an HOH. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But shall we get into this jury? Let's get into the jury. Let's you had- talk about the jury. I feel like the big thing about the jury is how bitter are they. If you had to rate their bitterness on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you put it at? Like a 2? I was feeling like a 3, maybe a 4 from like some people that didn't talk as much. Yeah, no. I I think I think this jury's going to be pretty chill. Pretty low key. Yeah. I think okay, well first off like we see Ian not bitter at all. Nope. Just not bitter. Uh, he was. He, who was he talking to? Was it Danny? No, 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 no. It was Davon about yep. Nicole lying to Davon. And Davon was like a little like, Nicole, why'd you do that? So like, okay, maybe Davon's going to be a little bitter towards Nicole, which is understandable because she told her she would be <laughs> they're like little uh, pockets because david's definitely gonna be bitter against memphis so like yeah yeah single yeah. players but it's not like an entire mm-hmm. jury's gonna be bitter yes but yeah so like ian was like calming davon down about that he's like no no i'm not upset about that it's the game you know so like yeah. ian's not bitter about anyone and i think like yes like we got the pockets davon david um danny seems to be doing okay kevin is like Ian for sure just saw a lot worse in Big Brother 14 and all the things Dan did. So, like, what happened in this game is, like, mild compared to that. I think that's part of it, too. He's like, no, I've seen a lot worse. Like, yeah, she (laughs) voted me out. Like, whatever. It's not a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, yep. Lied about a vote. (laughs) Whoops. 
But Kevin, uh, you were saying? No, I don't. I don't think Kevin's gonna be better. I mean, you said no. Cody, maybe, but like. But that's just because he promised Cody he wouldn't vote for him. You got to keep the yeah. promise. Maybe, I don't know. You think you think Kevin's a man of his word? Maybe. Uh, he didn't I vote will for say, Natalie. When when Kevin entered the jury house, or I guess it was like a jury backyard that he walked into. He did like the little hi, and then like he like waddled like a penguin. Did you see that? Yeah, it was weird. He like put his hands by his side and literally like waddled. Mm-hmm. I'm like I like that move. I think I'm gonna try it. <laughs> Could you demonstrate for me right now? Yeah. So okay, it's like a like a hi. That was beautiful. That's literally what he did. <laughs> you did. You did a great job. That was that was perfect. Thanks. Trust me, listeners. It was good. Do you have any ideas why this jury isn't bitter? Do you think it's just because they're a jury of uh, returners, so they like all know how it is? Yeah, I think so. I, I really do. Uh, I, I think that they're very aware of, first off, what it's like to lose this game, mm-hmm. except for Ian. Um, but like, I think when you're a new player... And don't forget, a lot of new seasons have recruits, people who have never even seen the show before. Mm-hmm. And so when you're playing this game for the first time, not understanding the emotions that go into it, you get to jury, you're, you're probably going to start the game being like, yeah, it'll be cool. But then like you get voted out and you're like, oh, I'm actually pretty bitter. And you don't realize it. Yep. So I think these players are aware of what that feeling is. Davon mm-hmm. knows what it's like to lose this game. Mm-hmm. Okay, This is her third time. Danny knows what it's like to lose this game. And so I think at this point it's just kind of like yeah let's just give the best winner the best game because or the best the best player the win mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. And uh, so because many, you oh, don't want to be that you don't be that season with the bitter jury. Mm-hmm. And so many of these players have been on the other side of it. So like Ian saw he beat Dan and like that's considered one of the more bitter juries we've ever seen. And whether it was or not, that's a different conversation. But, like, he was on the good end of it, but still he saw how that was. Then you have Kevin, who saw Jordan beat Natalie, which is absurd. Natalie should have won, but everybody was mad that Natalie lied to them. So he saw that jury firsthand, or that bitterness firsthand. Then you see Danielle, or Danny, she was in the final two, so she saw, like, that side of it. And then the people that are left in the house, I mean, Nicole won the game, and she's also, she was on jury the first time. So, like, she won the game, so she know, knows how that is. And then you have Cody and you have Derek, or not Derek, Cody, Cody, Memphis, Tyler. Like, these people have all seen from the other side. So, like, they, yeah, they're, they're aware of what it's like to be that final two and to be like, they just didn't vote for me because they didn't like me or they were mad that I did something. That's stupid. So now they're in a position where they can change that. I think that's part of it, too. Does that make sense? Yes. Yep, I think you're right. Um... I, I do think it will be interesting because I think Tyler's the first person, other than Ian, okay? Or, mm-hmm. but I, like, okay, I guess this doesn't really, because, like, then you also have David, who's never been on jury before. But I think, like, so for Tyler's position, he comes from final two, now being on the jury for the first time. And so he doesn't know what that experience is like. Like, I don't know what it's mm-hmm. like to not be top two. Um, and I think, like, <laughs> Cody. Uh, Memphis also are in that position. And mm-hmm. so I think that might be interesting too if another one gets the jury because it's like all we know is final two. So they 
they would be the ones that I'm worried about of mm-hmm. like not knowing how to handle those emotions or how to vote for a winner setting those emotions aside. Yeah. But again, like Nicole, I think Ian's be... doing a good job. So mm-hmm. Nicole, I think, will be bitter. Especially if Cody is part of her going out. And that's just because sure. she's been annoying me more than anything else. Who else? Enzo and Cody would be mad at each other if the other vote, but they just won't vote each other out. Christmas, I could see being bitter. Yes. She did vote for Paul, though. Season 19. Yeah, but didn't... Oh, uh, but Paul didn't never Paul did win her. Huh? No, no, no. Josh, Josh won the final three. Yeah, and then... Josh picked Paul, so... Yeah. I don't know. Okay. She's always felt like an emotional... I don't like saying that, because it... I wonder why. Like... It's almost like she's a felon and has charges against her for... That's you know... <laughs> But... Yeah. It's not shy away from the fact that she, like, assaulted someone's car by... Yeah, whatever. She shouldn't be there. But anyways, (laughs) that's what I got. Do you have anything else with the jury? No, that's it. It was a good segment. I like that it was longer. Yeah, absolutely. It was was nice to... It was fun to see... I wish they didn't know it was a triple eviction. I wish when David came, he thought it was just a double eviction... I wish when Danny came, it was like the biggest surprise in the world because they didn't expect a third person. That would have been so much. Fun. I also wish that uh, the people in the house didn't know it was a triple eviction. So can't they just didn't handle this? <laughs> CBS can't get out of there. I don't understand how Big Brother CBS can be so bad with Big Brother, but so gr- like solid with Survivor. But Survivor also f- frames it a certain way. We don't get to see everything. I need to stop. Yeah, bringing I, up I wonder like if we didn't have live feeds, would we view this show differently? I think we would have to. Like, we wouldn't have known Jackson was a bad person last year. Jackson and Jack. Mm-hmm. So we, he probably would have been well-liked and we would have enjoyed him winning. Sure. <clears throat> what? Who else? Well, let's go back a couple years. Um, Paul, would we be upset about him losing 19? No. Uh, yeah, we would definitely be upset about him losing 19, I think. Like, mm-hmm. if we didn't see the live feeds of everything he was doing in the house to... But here's the thing you have to remember. I think the edited episode right now has to reflect the live feeds. Otherwise, they'll get called out. So, yeah. like, if the episode hid what Paul was doing on the live feeds as far as, like, the... I don't know. How he was... He was pretty aggressive, like, <laughs> with some certain people. Yeah. Um, that we Like, it wouldn't be good. So, mm-hmm. if no one saw the live feeds at all they maybe had potential to hide it completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Season 15 might be looked at actually really positively. If uh, they, yes. like, hid all mm-hmm. of the, like, racism and all of that stuff. I don't know how much of it was, like, referenced in speeches and live shows, though. That's the interesting part, but... Um, they they would yeah. probably have to not do live shows, my guess would be. Mm-hmm. So they would, if they were to do this, they would probably have to do complete Survivor format, where it's just everything's filmed ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Which some some evictions this season were filmed ahead of time, anyways. But just so, a couple hours, like that's not a big deal to me. I don't know. No, but it's probably enough time to to censor something or not like I don't something that they need to. The triple eviction. I don't know if they actually did it in those two hours. They might have given it more time. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was confirmed that that's ahead of time. Especially because they did stuff in the veto competition, like they took away, they took all of the blocks that were on one of the sides, 
Yeah. So if people went in there, they would have needed time to, like, disinfect everything after they went in there. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, is that all we got? That's all I got. I think doing I furniture in the other awards isn't necessary. We'll just do rankings until the end. I think that's perfectly fine, because what, Sounds like, good. who was, who had the most airtime out of five people left? I don't know. Who had the best week of these, you know, well, I think ranking them is the best of the week, so yeah, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. We're done. All right. Furniture's Send retired. us out. All right. For more episodes, visit notgameallpersonal.com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, NGAPpod. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. We'll see you when we see you. Get out of here.